0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, there used to be an old expression, you can't tell the players without a scorecard. And I think what's going on in Washington right now, it kind of begs for a little bit of clarity because there's a lot of confusion out there. And as a matter of fact, nobody, and I mean no one, is talking to what the real economic core of all this is about. And we're going to get to it today. But let's just step back for a second, because as you know, that there were two particular bills that were put forth. One was an infrastructure bill that ran for around, oh, something in the neighborhood of about a trillion dollars. It was bipartisan. It was agreed upon. People said, you know, eh, you know, infrastructure, but uh, we need to start to take care of the roads. We need to start taking care of everything out there. And so we need to put this bill in place. But then there was another bill and the other bill was, well, it was the human infrastructure bill. Yeah, that was the one that had all sorts of social spending in the package. And so when we look at that, it was once again on top of the COVID-19 rescue package and on top of the package that Trump came out with. And so it was basically two separate bills. And then what we saw was the group of progressives, AOC and her squad, which now adds up to about in the House about a hundred members. Um, progressive. Sometime we'll do a show on progressivism, but it goes all the way back into the eighteen hundreds, the late eighteen hundreds. But now looking at it is basically, uh, let's just call them Marxists in drag. Okay, <laughs> really, it's really a socialistic program that uh, really begs to have a, a discussion about. But bottom line was they wanted this social spending. And they wanted, which amounted to around $3.5 trillion. So if you're looking at around $3.5 trillion in the social spending program, you're looking at a $1 trillion in the infrastructure. We're looking at adding $4 trillion into the economy. Okay, we don't have that kind of money. How does it work? How do we infuse that money into the economy? Well, I'll let you guess at that, okay? You're going to say taxes, okay? But I'm going to tell you, no, we're not going to wait for taxes. What we're going to do is, well, I won't wait. let you wait. We're going to print it. That's correct. We're going to print it. Now we just have to decide on what the number is. But you see, everybody got lost in, well, let's get this thing passed because the president came out and said and looked directly into the camera and he said in his best whispering voice, It cost nothing. That's right. It costs nothing. Did I get that right? Did you hear it? It cost nothing. Okay. There is no free lunch out there, folks. There never has been. But the president seems to think, with the backing of Nancy Pelosi, that this so-called safety net program the social spending program, and the infrastructure program isn't going to cost a dime. Well, they kind of, as they said, ran up the flagpole, the idea of hitting big taxes against the rich, the billionaires. They also hit against that 15% corporate tax. They tried to sell it all around the world. Let's get money and pay for it. In addition to that, they came up with some kind of fuzzy things, but on the face of it, they didn't have to come up with their accounting gimmicks quite yet. What they did was they said, well, let's negotiate, okay? Have you ever seen a progressive negotiate? It makes you do this. Are you freaking serious? But they did. They said we can reduce it, and what we're going to do is reduce the cost. We're going to bring it down from that that uh two and a half three trillion dollars. We're going to bring it down to three and a half trillion down to one point five trillion. okay? Maybe about one point seven trillion. Yes, down we're going to we're going to reduce it. And the way they're going to reduce it is basically this. This is cute there has never been a program that has that got into the government that has ever been knocked out okay it just doesn't happen if we go back to jimmy carter's days in the 1970s he put together an energy department the energy department had several hundred people and was supposed to last for a couple of years, getting us through the energy crisis of the 70s, getting us through the problem of the inflation of the 70s with lack of supply but heavy demand. You know that works, supply and demand. Well, all of a sudden, he puts together this energy department that's supposed to be around for just the duration of the energy crisis. A few hundred people. Well, you got a department today that is several thousand people. You know, I mean, thousands and thousands of people. You got the energy department, of course. Does anybody think it's gone away? Well, in this particular instance, what they did was very, very clever. What they did was they put together a package, a package of programs that were going to run for, oh, somewhere in a neighborhood of, oh, maybe five or ten years, right? Yes, maybe five or ten years. But then they said, we'll only run it for five years. Instead of the 10 years, we'll kind of bring it down. We'll run a a universal pre-K and we'll run a Medicaid expansion. And then we'll take child tax credits, all ending in maybe like six years and four years and one year. But the problem is these are free handouts. And what they become are political hand grenades. Because once people are used to having this, then to try to get rid of them, to take them away, as I said, become political hand grenades. And if the Republicans come back to power, then all of a sudden they're going to have to take away these programs that have come to people's attention and come to people's expectation. You know what the people out there are going to say? They're going to say, "Are you freaking serious? You're going to take away my uh, my my child tax credit? You're going to take away my Medicaid expense? You're going to take away my universal pre-K?" You're not going to do that. It's going to be almost impossible. So when we take a look, the numbers that play out, yes, they say they're cutting from that big three and a half trillion or three trillion down to one point seven. But an analysis so that was just done by the Penn Wharton budget model that's the Wharton Business School University of Pennsylvania well they say that the deal instead of costing 1.5 trillion which is being talked to which may be paid for but the new deal is going to be over 4.1 trillion 4.1 trillion add that on top of the uh, you know the 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 the, the other bi- bill that's been put into play, okay? And we're talking about a whole lot of money. We're talking about almost two and a half to three trillion dollars between revenue and spending, and that's what everybody's focusing on, okay? The Republicans are saying it's not being paid for. There's a difference in the revenue and the, the spending. Everybody who's had a budget or does a budget or even sits down, not officially, but kind of analyzes how much money they got coming in and how much money they got going out. They know if there's more going out than coming in, they got a problem. It's real simple. Every American knows that particular correlation. More outgo than income? Well, then you better start to do what? Get the credit card out or start to borrow, start to go into debt. Well, that's exactly what we're seeing here. And that's what everybody's focusing on. But that's the wrong thing. That's the wrong thing. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. I don't care if you're, you're Mitch McConnell or you're Joe Biden. I don't care if you're Nancy Pelosi or Kevin McCarthy. I don't care who you are. You know, the president said that there are 17 Nobel Prize winners who say his package, this particular program, this Build Back America, is going to lower inflationary pressures. These guys are economic Nobel Prize winners. Well, if they are Nobel Prize winners taking that position on these particular bills then give me the Nobel Prize, because these guys are idiots. Yes, I've said it. Are you freaking serious? These guys got the Nobel Prize for economics, and they don't understand? Ladies and gentlemen, let me explain it to you in the simplest of terms. Inflation. You know you've listened to this show over and over and over again. Inflation is not the differential between what is brought in and what is going out. That is not it. Inflation is too much money in the system chasing too few goods. You have more money and if you're going to put 4 to $5 trillion into the system... And I don't care if it's paid for or not. I don't care if we got taxes coming in or not. You are putting $5 trillion into the system. And in this instance, since there isn't money coming in for it, how do you do it? You have to print it. And when you print it, that excess money in the system, I don't give up rats of what it's going for. I don't care if it's child care. I don't care if it's K-1. I don't care. I don't care. It makes no difference. The bottom line is the economic rules say that if you don't have the matching goods and services with the money, if they don't match up, if the money is less than the goods and services, guess what? You have falling prices. If you have more money than the goods and services, then you have rising prices. And since we are going to overwhelm the system, And we haven't even spent a trillion and a half or 300 billion or whatever it is out of COVID hasn't even been spent yet. When that hits the system, you can then say, you know, that steak I bought for 16 bucks a pound, well, it just went to 24. You know, that apple that I bought for was a dollar is now $3 is now $5. And all the people out there that these so-called politicians, right, left, up, down, liberal, conservative, all the people that they're trying to help, ostensibly trying to help, will destroy them through rising prices because people's salaries, people's income will not stay up with the rising prices. We've seen all around, whether it's fast foods, whether it's basic vegetables and meats and these type of things it makes no difference these things are all going higher and higher and higher practer and gamble just the other day they said it's going up and we don't look for it to come down that's correct and so when we look at this folks I don't care about the differential. It's a political game. It's not paid for. It is paid for. We got this. We got that. We got all sorts of stuff. There's things in this 2000 bill that these people haven't read, and I know that they have to read it, and I hope that this thing never gets passed. Do I want to see child care? Do I want to see an increase in Medicare? Yes, eventually. But we are on a very bad path right now, and if all of a sudden we acquiesce, we have now gone down. The Marxist road. we have gone down the socialist road. Print the money. The last guys we saw, we saw that in, 19, in 2000 and excuse me in 1970s. We saw that in the 1930s, in Germany. When you start to print and we're seeing it now in Venezuela, in Zimbabwe, these places, you just print money to achieve what you're trying to achieve. The economic rules are not suspended. Too much money chasing too few goods is a recipe for disaster. And none of these people are talking about the printing. It's all political gamesmanship on the right, on the left, liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican. They don't know what they're talking about. And now you do. And you too can say, are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tetro